this is so fucking weird that you are doing the same goddamn thing. <laughs> right. But different holidays. It's fortuitous. This is very strange. <laughs> this is like last week when I was like, oh, my God, I almost did fucking <laughs> how fucked up the Catholic Church is, too. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Couple Goals with us and I'm. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Do you like the sultry sounds of our voices <laughs> this week? Sean is still sick and he breathed in my face until I got sick. We just live together. That's why you got, you breathe the same air. That's how, how it works. You insisted on spooning me until you got me sick. We spoon all the time. That's just how we live. We're spooning yeah. right now. No, we're not. That's not a thing. We record in spoon. Read years ago, people get sick. You have a better chance of getting sick from just breathing read, the same air. You as read that people get sick. That's no. something you read. Listen, 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 listen. Everybody, calm down. No, you get sick from just breathing the same. You have a better chance of getting sick from breathing the same air as people than drinking after them or all, all that kind of stuff. I it's don't just, drink that's after just how anyone. It is. It's just the exchange of germs mm-hmm. in the air. Man, I sound really gross when I talk at length. It's yeah. weird. Sam won't stop sneezing into my microphone. <laughs> Get a blanket over him. Sam is also sick, apparently. No, he's not. It was a sad week this week. Stan Lee died. Oh, yeah, he did. 95 years old. Creator of so many beloved comic book characters and just universes in general. I read that uh, Bill Maher was not... Oh, I don't care. Okay. Everybody's. Uh, I don't care what Bill Maher thinks about Stanley. That doesn't. I like Bill Maher. It's weird because you care about what Bill Maher thinks about other things. I think he. I. I care about the things I think he knows about. He doesn't know about comics, so I don't. I can discount his opinion. Who cares? Okay. Just write Fair it off. Fair enough. Fair enough. I respect that. But, but yeah, so Stanley passed. Steve Ditko passed earlier this year. Co-creators of Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's very sad, and again. We knew it was coming. He was old. And I've been following him. He's friends with Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn. And, you know, he worked at Marvel in the 90s, kind of relaunched Spider-Man. Who worked it? Todd McFarlane. Okay. I talked about him in one of the founders. No, I know who that is, but I thought we were talking about Stan Lee. Well, yeah, but the reason I'm talking about him is because he's he's friends with Stan Lee. And he's been, before stanley died he was posting recent videos he would go and visit stanley like they're, they're friends they were friends and everything so mm-hmm. you, know, you could see the condition he was in but he, he was in very good spirits you know he was at home so that that's, i thought he was having issues with this they got that sorted out all that that nonsense with somebody was trying to i don't, I don't even know exactly somebody basically was, was like trying to gain control of his yeah. empire so to speak or his his estate that sucks yeah and it was a whole big ordeal, but apparently they, they got it sorted out. You know what? Living till 95, though, I don't want that for me. His, his wife died, I want to say, about a year ago. Yeah, I feel like that's how it should it is. Like, once your spouse dies, there's not really a reason to keep going. Could you imagine creating something like, you know, we'll take Spider-Man, who is one of the biggest licensed comic book character. You create that as a young man. He's, I think, in his 20s, or even late teens. I think early 20s, he creates Spider-Man. I don't think he was that young when he created Spider-Man, was he? I read I read a story in Esquire on him, and I don't think he was that young. Okay, well, he was he that started, young when he started working at Marvel. He started at 17 at Marvel, yeah. I think. 
Yeah. I read I, I read a lot on Stan Lee in the last couple days. Well, he died on Monday. And I read I read a lot in the last week on him. He started as like as like a nobody, as like yep. an intern basically. And he just went to I told you a lot of this when I was doing right. my Marvel right. or my Spider Man story. But then I read a lot in the last week too, because I couldn't help it. You know, when someone dies, normally when someone dies, I ignore it because I'm like, everyone becomes their biggest fan, right? right? When someone dies, that's just how it is. But Stan Lee, like, because I live with you, it's a little different. Right. Like, when David Letterman dies, I'm going to be very sad. I'll be sad. But when most people die, I don't care. Yeah. Because I'm not a big fan of anyone. But obviously, I've been a big fan of Stan Lee for a very right. long time. Right. I remember so it's a I used bit to read different. his bullpen bulletins. Yeah, so that's where the Excelsior came from. But I was reading about how he is notorious for taking credit for stuff he didn't do. Yeah, I don't want to go into his complicated uh, history. But I, I feel like every person is like every person has detractors, right? Like every person. Everybody has detractors, but also it just goes back to that industry in general at that time. Uh, you know, with Batman, Bob Kane, and Bill Finger, right, the same right. thing. You had a publisher. Yeah, creator, but you didn't have creators' rights. It was a, just a different right. thing, and it was more. It was almost like a, a factory as opposed to how you know you you know creator names now. You know this guy's an artist. This guy's a writer. This guy's a writer and an artist. Right. And you know what they've done and what input they've had or what they've actually created or if they're just working on someone else's stuff. And it's yeah. back then it just it was a lot of collaborating with different people. And I you know I went into this a little bit with. Steve Ditko and Spider-Man right, and stuff. Like, but, uh, yeah, he, he did have some complicated relationships with his artists. And that's just how it is. I mean, some people are hard to work with. A lot of people are hard to work with. I'm probably hard to work with for certain people. Yeah. You know? Like, you know again, it was a burgeoning industry. Yeah. You know, they, they, it's not like it is now where you have very clear delineations between who's doing what, basically, and who has what rights. So... They, they were making it up as they went along back then. Right. Now, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying, you, you know, what he, whatever he did was was right or whatever. But and again, it, he also, you know, he, he was a champion of that industry that has been looked down it on would for not, so long. It would not be what it is without him. Right. And, and it's funny because I don't like and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I don't like Stanley cameos. In, in Which I don't movies. understand. I've always found them very annoying, but uh, I also don't want them to go away. So it kind of makes me sad. I think he's filmed all he's, his cameos for next year, so that's going to be sad. When they finally, well, I'm not going to go see the next Avengers. So there's still Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel, I'll see. Yeah, um, but the next Avengers can go fuck itself. I'm not going to see that. I showed you my favorite Stanley cameo, which you know a lot of people they, they like the Deadpool one or the Thor one or whatever. Mine is from from Mall Rats. That's the first one I remember. He actually plays himself, right? And, and it's not than, even more than two lines, right? It's more it's more like a scene. I mean, it's a yeah. He has a couple scenes in the movie. Yeah, it's more it's more than a cameo. What was cool about that? And uh, it, I, I love Kevin Smith. You know, back then you didn't have people talk about loving comic books. In a movie that was never that wasn't cool back then. Right. You know. Right. So that that it was, was more underground back then. That was really cool to see Stanley to see that fanboy worship and everything on the on the big screen. And, 
that was straight from Kevin Smith because he's a comic book fanboy and he was not ashamed of it. And that's that's really cool. He had a lot of kind, nice words to say about Stan Lee as well. I bet. As most people did. Yeah, I like Kevin Smith. So going from there, Marvel has released a timeline of sorts for the Marvel Cinematic Universe finally. Oh, I thought I thought that existed. No, they never had released Infinity. And and here's here's the reason that was kind of necessary and this doesn't make things any better actually is when you watch Spider-Man Homecoming it says 8 years later, which is 8 years after the events of the first Avengers movie. Cuz that's what they're showing in the opening scene of that where they're cleaning up after the the invasion. Okay. And then it says eight years later. Okay. And according to this, it was only four years later. So what? they it it almost clears up nothing. I, I don't know why they had eight years later. It made no everybody had an issue with that that was following along with the MCU. They just thought to themselves, How is this eight years later? That doesn't make any sense. So anyway, here's the timeline. Just gonna go through it real quick here. So first would now the first movie came out in 2008. That was Iron Man, followed very shortly by The Incredible Hulk. The first two movies came out in 2008. The thinking was that it started in 2008, but uh, it actually first Iron Man takes place in 2010 according to the timeline. Okay. But the first part of the storyline is Captain America: The First Avenger, which occurs from 1943 to 1945. Then you have Iron Man One, which is 2010. In 2011, we have Iron Man 2, followed by the first Thor movie. Then 2012, we had The Avengers, followed by Iron Man 3. 2013, we just had Thor The Dark World, second Thor movie. I've never seen that one. 2014 was Captain America The Winter Soldier, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, that all happened back to back? All happened in, yeah. The same Some year. stuff simultaneously, since, you know, they don't involve the same characters, so. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 are the same character. Obviously. 2015, Avengers Age of Ultron and then Ant-Man. 2016, we have Captain America Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming. So again, 2016, go back to 2012 is when the first Avengers. It's only four years. So I, that opening scene card on Spider-Man Homecoming makes no sense. And it never did. Doctor Strange takes place over the course of 2016 to 2017. And then 2017 brought us Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Avengers Infinity War. So, there it is. That's the timeline. Very exciting stuff, right? No. You, you look like you don't care. Yeah, it's because I don't care. Um, I want to see Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's the only upcoming Marvel movie I care about. You don't want to see the new Spider-Man? Yeah, I don't really care about that. But, I mean, I'll see it. But I'm not... Mainly because I can't wait for him to come back from dust. But, uh, spoiler alert. Um, which... What if I go see Avengers? No. And then... You lied to me. I can clear it for you. You. Li you lied to me about Guardians 2. I know I did not. Yes, you did. How did I lie? Okay, spoiler alert for Guardians 2. So, take, like, the next couple, like, minutes. Guardians 2... Yondu dies. Yondu is the guy with the mohawk. Played by Michael Rooker. Played by, so and when he, the guy was like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Um, he dies. And I was like, do any of the Guardians die? And Sean was like, no. But Yondu becomes a Guardian. In that movie that you hadn't seen yet. And then he dies. But that does, 
And I was going with the reality you knew, which is the five guardians. But you weren't going you knew. with the reality of that movie. I can't. That's a spoiler. I can't do that. That would spoil the movie. But that's not what I asked. I asked if any of the guardians died. But when you asked that, you were talking about Rocket. I Groot, was talking about Star anything Lord, that would have Gamora, upset me. And Drax. I was talking, about, talking about the five guardians that you knew. I'm if like, I said Yandu dies, you'd be like, he's not a guardian. I don't care. I care about everybody's. Dying. No, you know no, that. that's not true. That's I get upset true. over everything. <laughs> so anyway, they they I played his death well. so well. They I made it emotional. You didn't know you cared about Yandu until you saw that scene. And I haven't been able to watch it since. Yeah. Yeah, so. you were a wreck. That was very sad. It's a sad, sad scene at the end, man. Yeah. I was tearing up, too. It's good stuff. No, Quality. it wasn't. It was, yeah. it was garbage. It was good stuff. It was garbage. Like, no wonder they fired. What's his name? James Franco. <laughs> is, that, is that why What's they fired name? him? What's his name? James Gunn. James Gunn. <laughs> James Franco. I don't know anybody's name. I'm like, What's his name? Tom Hardy? Like, Tom Hardy. Holy shit, I got it right. You got it right. Oh, bracelets, is what I like to call him. So anyway... Moving on. Are you doing Christmas this week? I'm doing Thanksgiving this week. Oh, okay. It's a Thanksgiving episode. You don't even like Thanksgiving. And neither is my topic. My topic is not happy. <laughs> it's about Thanksgiving. Um, what's your topic this week? Christmas. Oh, this is Thanksgiving episode. This is Thanksgiving week. I don't care about If you're in America, if you're outside of the United States, it is not Thanksgiving week for you. It is just November. I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. I never have. The only thing I like is that <clears throat> every seven years, my birthday falls on Thanksgiving. I thought it would be every six. Something like every seven years. Of, I don't know exactly. I assume it's because there's seven days in a week. Leap year, though. So every five? Yeah, six, eight. I don't know. Leap year. Um, do you want to... Is your topic happy? It's It's very dry. So Mine too. It doesn't really have an emotional so tone to it. So I am going to discuss the origins of the American Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and Black Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of, it's. Let's do it. All right. I'll Get go first. It. So if you are outside of the United States, which I've learned that we do have. I, I got to be, I got to be an asshole for a minute. I was calling it Black Friday. No, you weren't. Long time before most people. No, you weren't. I was at my great grandma's house calling okay. it Black Friday. Well. The origins of Black Friday started in 1950 before you were born, oh, and I'm okay. going to get into that. So why but don't was, you just piss I'm off saying, with that, with that hipster bullshit that you always start. <laughs> you always, not, you not are bullshit. I'm saying when I would. Here's how I know I was one of the first people to, to use it. It's because when I would say at Black Friday, people didn't know what the hell I was talking about. I had to okay. explain what Black Friday was. You always you you are hipster bullshit, hipster nonsense. Constantly. I am not a hipster. How am I, I've been wearing the same clothes for 30 years. Yeah. Okay. How am I a hipster? Hipster nonsense. That's not, that's not hipster nonsense. That's that's you. So if you're outside the United States and welcome. I don't like any hipster Welcome music. back to all the new subscribers. Hi. So all of you who are outside of the United States, uh, Thanksgiving is a national holiday here in the United States and it's celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. That's correct. Sean's birthday also <laughs> is at the end of November, so sometimes it is his it is his birthday. It originated as a harvest festival, and it has been celebrated nationally since 1789. Okay. Um, it actually started with a proclamation from George Washington after a request by Congress. Thomas Jefferson chose not to observe the holiday 
and its celebration was intermittent until the presidency of Abraham Lincoln. And that's when it became a federal holiday in 1863 during the Civil War. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and it became it like Lincoln proclaimed the national holiday and said Thanksgiving and the praise of our beneficent. You think that's a word? Sure. Father who dwelleth in the heavens. Isn't, okay, so let's take a second about that quote from Lincoln. Like, what? Why? Why was religion so into the government back then? Like, why? Especially was, since they had the whole thing separation of church and state. Right. Why was that a thing? I don't know how that started. Why was that a thing? And that's when it was proclaimed to be celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. So that's why, like, Abraham Lincoln started that. Okay. And together with Christmas and the New Year, it was to be, it was set to be part of the fall and winter holiday season. So, thanks Abraham Lincoln for setting that up. Nearly all of what, what, what historians have learned about the first Thanksgiving has come from one single eyewitness report. It was a letter written in December of 1621 by Edward Winslow, one of the hundred or so people who sailed from England aboard the Mayflower in 1620 and who founded the Plymouth Colony in Massachusetts. So William Bradford, Plymouth's governor in 1621, wrote briefly about the event of Plymouth Plantation and his history of the colony, but that was more than 20 years later. So everything comes from like this one dude's letter hmm. that was written in December. But here's what's here's what's crazy. So the letter was written in December, but the first Thanksgiving actually took place in late September. Hmm. So I don't even know why they moved it to <clears throat> November, but it was considered a harvest celebration. And one of the most common misconceptions is that the pilgrims extended an invitation to Native Americans for helping them reap the harvest. But the truth is that how they actually ended up feasting together is completely unknown. Hmm. The English written record doesn't even mention an invitation. And the Native American oral retelling doesn't reach back to the event. But there are reasons that the tribe could have been there. So the tribe was planting for their next harvest season yep. on the other side of the brook from the colony. Okay. So they might have, like, been there and been like, oh, yeah, like, we'll eat with you or whatever. Yeah, you just kind of, you smell something good. Hey, what are right. you guys doing over there? You're like, hey, what do you guys have? Over. Like, you have corn, we have deer, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So it is true that the celebration was an exceptional cross-cultural moment with food, games, and prayer. Hmm. So that part of the first Thanksgiving actually is real. Okay. There is no mention of turkey being served, and there was no pie. Settlers did not have butter or flour, so they couldn't make crust. It was a terrible Thanksgiving. And they did not have an oven, so they had no way to bake anything right. at all. Yeah. What is known that the pilgrims did harvest crops and the Native Americans did bring deer. You could cook a turkey without an oven. They had wild turkey. Yeah. But they didn't like not the not the whiskey, but the. Right. But they had but they did serve deer like that was talked about. OK. The menu also included cornmeal, actual pumpkin, not pie, but pumpkin, succotash and cranberries. But at the time, North what America. The, what the hell is succotash? I don't know. Uh, Does it come from squash or something? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think I've ever been anywhere that serves succotash. 
Sylvester. Sylvester. That's all I know about suffering succotash. <laughs> suffering succotash. Like Sylvester from uh, Looney Tunes. <laughs> right. But at the time, North America didn't have sweet potatoes yet. Yeah. Like that wasn't a crop that they had. So there were no sweet potatoes, no yams, nothing like that. Um, the deadly conflicts that we now associate with Thanksgiving. Yeah. They didn't come till after. Ah. Uh. And then I was, I was wondering, I was like, is this before or after this like must have been the actual event they, of Thanksgiving? They used the Native Americans to kind of get established. And then, and then they're like, once, now we're coming yes. for you kind of yeah. thing. Nice. So afterwards, so they have this amazing like meal or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you know, we had a really good harvest. And Native Americans are like, we had a really good harvest, too. Let's eat some food. Right. And then they were like, okay, well, now we're going to burn Springfield, Massachusetts to the ground. <laughs> so and they did that. And then the Wampanoag abduct, abducted colonists for ransom. The English forces attacked the Narragansetts on a bitter frozen swamp for harboring fleeing Wampanoag. And 600 Narragansetts were killed. And the tribe's winter stores were ruined. Hmm. Colonists relocated to the more fortified areas while the Native Americans and allied tribes all for were forced to flee their villages. The war was just one of the series of brutal but dimly remembered early colonial wars between the Native Americans and colonists that occurred in New England, New York and Virginia. Native Americans say that the day is not a holiday, but rather a celebration built on a lie, one that they would rather spend indulging in self-care instead of turkey and yams, especially since they didn't even serve turkey and yams. Yeah. I mean, the fuck. Everything changes over time. Some refer to it as a day of mourning. And here, here comes the quotes that I sourced. You ready? Yeah. These are pretty exciting quotes. It's about reflecting, remembering and celebrating that we were that we are still here and our culture still survives, says Michael Horse, a Native American actor known for his performance on Twin Peaks. <laughs> that was that was my, you know, who that, that yes. is. OK, that was he was one of the deputies in case anyone was curious. Um, Horse spends Thanksgiving with his fellow Native Americans at the sunrise ceremony on Alcatraz Island in California. Before dawn, Horse and his family, they take a ferry to the island in San Francisco Bay, where the traditional dancers perform and crowds gather to watch the sunrise. And they remember the 1969 occupation of the island. From November 1969 to June 1971, 89 Native American activists and leaders occupied the island and its former penitentiary, demanding that it be turned into an Indian cultural center and school. It's a wonderful, wonderful way for Native people to anti-celebrate the day, Horse says. Native Americans still experience large socioeconomic disparities, including lower life expectancy Inadequate education, poverty, and discrimination. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention found that Native populations die from po police brutality at a higher rate than any other racial or ethnic group, really? according to CNN. So I pulled those numbers, and this is the last we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, and then we're going to go to Black Friday. So I pulled the numbers, actually have the chart from CNN. Yeah. 
from the numbers are from 1999 to 2015 per 1 million annual um, average annual deaths per 1 million Native Americans die at 2.9 and African Americans die at 2.6 wait from police brutality is that what we're from talking? from law enforcement actions yes wow um, so they and then Hispanic is at 1.7 <laughs> White is at 0.9 and Asian is at 0.6. So it's just interesting to see that Native American is actually the most the most affected by by police brutality. I did not know that. Yeah. So that's a little backstory on Thanksgiving, since that's the holiday we're on. Yeah. That the actual ceremony of Thanksgiving or the actual holiday really was a celebration and yep. the war didn't happen until after. Right. Native Americans obviously are a little. I think they have a lot hurt. to be upset about. Right. They're very sensitive about it. And I don't I don't blame them. They they have no reason not to be um, moving on to Black Friday. That day I invented that day that Sean hipster nonsense. Black Friday was first used. Um, the term was first used on September 24th, 1869. When two investors, Jay Gould and Jim Fisk, drove up the price of gold and caused a crash. The stock market dropped 20% and foreign trade stopped. Farmers suffered a 50% dip in wheat and corn. The most commonly repeated story behind the post-Thanksgiving shopping-related Black Friday tradition links to retailers. As the story goes, after an entire year of operating at a loss or being in the red... Stores earn a profit. They go into the black on the day after Thanksgiving because ah, I did not know that. That's that's the story, right? But that's that's inaccurate. Oh, that's oh, not okay. that's not true. And then in 2014, an internet meme created a myth about Black Friday and slaves, saying that the slave traders gave discounts at auctions on the day after Thanksgiving. This is oh, also I bullshit. I never heard that. Either. Yeah, that's also bullshit. So the name actually comes from the 1950s when Philadelphia police used the term Black Friday to refer to the day after Thanksgiving when the Army Navy game would occur. Huge crowds of shoppers and tourists would go into the city that Friday and cops would have to work long hours to cover the crowds in the traffic. Ah. So, yeah, that's actually where it comes from. Okay. Since 2006, there have been 10 reported deaths <laughs> and 111 injuries hmm. throughout the United States. It's got I think a lot of that's escalated because of the Internet. And you know what I mean? Yeah. People like watching those mayhem videos. Well, I actually pulled like a, three stories like from workers working on it, like real short. I ones worked for, a Black Friday at GameStop once. Yeah. Tell hmm. me a story. How'd it go? I had to get up early. It was it was busy. It wasn't exciting. I like being busy at work. It didn't bother me at all. <laughs> but it acts like it's such a nightmare. I didn't. I didn't mind. I liked. I like being busy. So it made these, the day go faster. I mean, these stories weren't. You get a lot of people who don't know anything. They just have a shopping list. Remember when we they don't went, know anything about what they're buying. Remember when we went last last year? We went on Thanksgiving. We went on Thanksgiving. We were those assholes. We so last year, oh that. That's right, because the kids did go and spend the night with yeah, your sisters. Did. Yes. Because remember, we weren't sure if right. they did. No, they remember. And I, I do remember now, too, when we Right, left. now I do, too, because we, we didn't have anything to do. So last year on Thanksgiving, 
we ended up not having anything to do in the evening because we left and the kids went and spent the night at at um, Sean's sister's house. And we were like, oh, we'll just go to Target real quick and see what all the hubbub is about on this. Uh, like, I just want to say for the record, I've, n- I've never liked the idea that these stores open on Thanksgiving when they started. I think they only started doing it a few years ago. Where I don't know. It's, it's very recently that Black Friday all of a sudden became Black Thursday. Right. You know, it used to be like a 5 a.m., 6 a.m. thing. And ne- next thing you know, it's 4 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which it's I thought like was absurd. Ridiculous. So I wanted to go just to see. I, I thought there wasn't going to be anybody in these stores. Right. I honestly thought there, it was going to well, be. Well, it didn't seem like there was when we got well, there. The parking lot said there was. So we go there and we're like, we need we needed like three M strips or batteries or something yeah. stupid. Yeah. We needed like next to nothing. And then we found like a DVD that was like three dollars cheaper than usual or like something dumb. And I had a hat, too. I think I had like a, a beanie or something. I yeah, was gonna we get. found like the dumbest shit. Like nothing we needed on that. We day. were just there for something to do. We weren't looking at it for any bargains or anything. And we when we walked in, there. it was like, oh, look, there's barely anybody at the cash registers. Like it's it's fucking dead. Yeah. We we're like, oh, no big deal. We can just like shop. And we did. We walked around the store. We like grabbed like three items and we go to check out. And it turns out they had the lines wrapped I mean, I'm sure everyone listening has been in a Target if you're in the United States since they closed the Targets in Canada. You guys probably haven't been in one, but um, they have up wrapped in the whole through the whole front sections, like where beauty and health and beauty and all that is. They have them like wrapped up and down the aisles. There's easily 100 people. There were there were (laughs) easily easily 100, uh, probably more. Yeah. And they are wrapped in and out of all of the aisles. So if you needed something in those front aisles, you were fucked. Like you couldn't even shop in them. And it was like, oh, never mind. We just like put the stuff down and walked out. <laughs> we were like, we, we had don't no need. idea that people were that serious about shopping because they didn't have the aisles open. They had it wrapped in like they had them wrapped in the, those sections. Yeah. And then they had a person manning it and then calling you and sending you to a cash register as as that cash. Re- like it was really well like, I don't know, it was orderly. Yeah, it was organized. It was really well, well done. But I had no idea. We had no we had no clue. We really, I honestly thought that people would want to stay home and we just had nothing not new because we were yeah. like we were like nearly empty nesters, man, because, you know, we have teenage kids. They were spending the night with their cousin at my sister-in-law's house. Like we were like, oh, yeah. We'll just go. We'll, we'll just go out. We have nothing going on. You remember driving past the Walmart parking lot? Jesus that was Christ. insane. We were like, all right, never mind. We're just going to go home and watch movies and go to bed. It was ever, crazy. Have you ever actually done Black Friday shopping like in the morning? Have you been one yes. of those people outside I, in line or anything? Yeah. Don't you remember that one? Did we go together? No, I, I went. Was say, I don't, when I, I worked when I worked downtown, I went with one of my coworkers and then we went to work. It was the first Black Friday oh, okay. I ever had to work downtown. Yeah. And Deb and I were like, oh, my God, we have to work. And we were like, well, won't it be funny if we just meet up and shop before work and then go to work together? Yeah. So Deb and I met at like 3 a.m. at Kohl's and went shopping. And I bought, she bought like a Blu-ray at player. 3 a.m.? Yeah, don't you Jesus remember? Jesus Christ. We met up. No, I was sleeping. <laughs> we, she bought a Blu-ray player for 20 bucks. I bought um, 
a bowl that we still have a Christmas bowl. <laughs> bowl. I did. It, I bought a fruit bowl. It was like it was like seven dollars. It's a really nice Here snowman for the bowl bargains. It's, it's a snowman bowl. I still put it out every Christmas. It's in the. It's it's probably still actually not pulled out yet for the holiday, but it's a uh, it's a nice bowl. I bought it. That's the only thing I the bought. The only time I think I remember doing anything on Black Friday was when I lived in Memphis and Best Buy. This is back when you would still buy CDs. They had a bunch of CDs on sale for like four bucks or five bucks or something. So I went in the early morning. Of course, all the bands I like, nobody else does. So they were there. Right. I, could, I didn't have to go that early. So, but it, it, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. And I, we've been out shopping like later in the day on Black Friday. We've done that plenty of times. Yeah. I and mean, We bought like blankets. I I've never been one of those people who just waited in line because they saw a deal. My family has done that like yeah. when i was when I, when black friday became like this crazy thing yeah and like in the in the early 2000s or like the the tens i guess whatever you want to call it the aughts is that what you call it like the 2010s yeah like, they're called the aughts i thought that was the double zeros yeah that's what they're early before. oh i thought that's what you're talking about no whatever oh, the okay. ones that start with the know. tens are but that's when it like became this thing and like when i was working in insurance yeah. And my my family would do that. Like they would be like, oh, we're going out at midnight to go do our Christmas shopping. Yeah. Like, listen, <laughs> just buy it throughout the year yeah. or you know what I mean? Or just give people money like it's not worth it, man. I don't know. A lot of places start their Black Friday deals early. Yeah. It's just not worth it to me. I've, I, I've already got an email from Best Buy that. They, they I've been getting my stuff. emails saying that yeah. the early Black Friday stuff. That, that story, like the toys time forgot in Canal Fulton. Yeah. They do like a reverse Black Friday, they call it. It does. There's their Black Friday doesn't start till Friday at 5 p.m. Mm, and then cool. they close at eight and then they run all day Saturday as well. And they have like hot chocolate and cookies and stuff. Is it for Small Business Saturday that they are doing that all day Saturday? Because that's what Saturday is. Oh, OK. The Saturday after Black Friday is Small Business Saturday. Yeah. So if you're a small business owner, that's what that is. So I'm a small business owner. And then for small they just business have Saturday, everything like 30% off, period. For Small Business Saturday, everything is regular price for me. <laughs> so you could just come and support me. I will work with you. It'll be full price. But yeah, that's pretty much my whole my whole thing. I did pull a couple of stories, but they were just like, eh, old lady bit another old lady. Like, they're just those kind of stories. There's good videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. There's great videos. It's written. I swear people just do it for the videos. And my it's stories insane. are all pulled from Reddit. Like the way people act look over saving some money. It's a little bit crazy. I just don't understand it. Like, it's just saving some money. Yeah. Just go make more money. You, could, you know how you could save money is don't go shopping. Right. That's, a, that's an e easy way to save money. Easiest way to save money is don't spend any money. <laughs> right. And then you saved all the money. 100% of the money, actually. So I find it I find it very funny that you decided to do Thanksgiving because I'm do, I'm doing Christmas. Like that's my topic, the history oh. of Christmas. Holy shit! <laughs> Couple goals. Holy fuck! <laughs> Same page, barely. So this is all pulled from History.com, and uh, a big chunk of mine came from <clears throat> like my Black Friday. All came from History.com. Oh okay. So here, here's a little background of what Christmas is, in case you don't know. Some people might not know. I don't know. We have listeners all over the world, apparently, which yeah. is very weird. So weird. 
Hey, everybody. All right. Christmas is both a sacred religious holiday and a worldwide cultural and commercial phenomenon. For two millennia, people around the world have been observing it with traditions and practices that are both religious and secular in nature. Christians celebrate Christmas Day as the anniversary of the birth of Jesus of Nazareth, a spiritual leader whose teachings form the basis of their religion. Popular customs include exchanging gifts, decorating Christmas trees, attending church, sharing meals with family and friends, and of course, waiting for Santa Claus to arrive. December 25th, Christmas Day, has been a federal holiday in the United States since 1870, just like a year after Thanksgiving. This is so fucking weird that you are doing the same goddamn thing. (laughs) Right, but different holidays. It's fortuitous. This is very strange. <laughs> this is like last week when I was like, oh, my God, I almost did fucking how fucked up the Catholic Church is, too. This is this is why we're married. This is why it's called I a couple mean, goals. No, I get it. I'm just like, like <laughs> I understand. Is, we're on the same page a lot of the time. No, I, I understand that the basis of our podcast, like I'm, I'm with you. Well, it's, it's called couple goals. It's a joke, actually, but still. Right. No, I get it. I was with I, you. I, we have listeners. I'm not. Oh, hey. I'm addressing hey, the listeners. listeners all I was, right. I was there. I like when I address the listeners and you think I'm just being condescending to you. <laughs> Couple goals. <laughs> just get offended. Couple goals. <laughs> all right. So the middle of winter has long been a time of celebration around the world. Centuries before the arrival of the man called Jesus, early Europeans celebrated light and birth in the darkest days of winter. Many peoples rejoiced during the winter solstice when the worst of the winter was behind them and they could look forward to longer days and extended hours of sunlight. In Scandinavia, the Norse celebrated Yule from December 21st, the winter solstice through January. In recognition of the return of the sun, fathers and sons would bring home large logs, which they would set on fire. What is Yule? This, I guess. I don't know. What? This? What does that mean? I'm describing it. That's what the, uh, the, logs, the, logs I'm, or Yule. No, no, no. I'm saying that's this celebration is Yule. Like that's what they celebrated Yule from December 21st through January. The return of the sun. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm reading what I got here. I don't I don't have that information. So the people would feast until the log burned out, which would take as many as 12 days. On a 12 day burning log. 12 days of Christmas. The Norse believed that each spark from the fire represented a new pig or calf that would be born during the coming year. The end of December was a perfect time for celebration in most areas of Europe. At that time of year, most cattle were slaughtered so they would not have to be fed during the winter. Oh, my God. For many, it was the only time of year they had a, a supply of fresh meat. In addition, most wine and beer made during the year was finally fermented and ready for drinking. So there's a lot of reasons for people to eat and drink at this time of year, basically. They got the sun. They got food. They got a drink. They don't have the sun. That's, that's when that's the return of the sun. That's what they're celebrating. That's when, that's when the days start getting longer. Well, again. yeah, after December 21st right. is when the day is the because <clears throat> like right now, sundown is 5 p.m. Yeah. and sunup is until like 730 in the goddamn morning. It is dark constantly. In Germany, people honored the pagan god Odin. O-D-E-N, not I-N. Not the Norse god. Odin during the midwinter holiday. Germans were terrified of Odin as they believed he made nocturnal flights through the sky to observe his people and then decide who would prosper or perish. Because of his presence, many people chose to stay inside. Germans are so intense. (laughs) Hey, everybody listening from Germany, what's going on? So in Rome, where winters were not as harsh as those in the far north, Saturnalia, a holiday in honor of Saturn, the god of agriculture, was celebrated. 
Beginning in the week leading up to the winter solstice and continuing for a full month, Saturnalia was a hedonistic time when food and drink were plentiful and the normal Roman social order was turned upside down. For a month, slaves would become masters, peasants were in command of the city, business and schools were closed so that everyone could join in the fun. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Why isn't that still a thing? I mean... <laughs> they also have, like, vomitoriums and stuff, and, like, they had all kind of weird shit going on in Rome. I'm in. <laughs> vomitoriums? <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> also around the time of the winter solstice, Romans observed Juvenalia, a what? feast honoring the children of Rome. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Right, when I first saw that, I was like, what eyebrow shot up? I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, They were getting really crazy here <laughs> in Rome. I was like, this is not cool, man. It's like, I hope this is not what when in Rome means. Um, <laughs> oh, yikes. In addition, members of the upper classes often celebrated the birthday of Mithra, the god of the unconquerable sun, on December 25th. It was believed that Mithra, an infant god, was born of a rock. For some Romans, Mithra's birthday was, was the most sacred day of the year. So now we move on to Christianity. In the early years of Christianity. I'm beginning to think Christianity is just based on Mithra. <laughs> and sounds a little made up. In the early years of Christianity, Easter was the main holiday. The birth of Jesus was not celebrated. In the 4th century, church officials decided to institute the birth of Jesus as a holiday. Unfortunately, the Bible does not mention the date of his birth a fact that Puritans later pointed out in order to deny the legitimacy of the celebration. Fucking Puritans, man. <laughs> He's got to ruin everything. Although some evidence suggests that his birth may have occurred in the spring. And it says, why would shepherds be hurting in the middle of winter? Pope Julius, Valid. <laughs> Pope Valid. Julius I chose December 25th. It's commonly believed that the church chose this date in an effort to adopt and absorb the traditions of the pagan Saturnalia festival. I used to tell people this all the time as a teenager. Yeah. Because when I was back rebelling against the church That's and I started finding you. out about all these pagan origins of Christian holidays and how it was all just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, hipster nonsense. That's hipster nonsense. No, this is history. <laughs> this is but all that's history. you, though. You're hipster nonsense. So you would be. You would <laughs> well, why do I be a hipster? Back in the day, you're all like, hipster nonsense. Well, that's what I was going. That's what I was rebelling and learning all this stuff. Mm hmm. I was learning about this, this Christian nonsense. You were trying to be debunk Christianity back before debunking Christianity was cool. Is it cool now? Bill Maher had that special on it a couple of years back. Religious? Yeah. He, he, he made a funny comment the other day. that He said uh, he's had probably hundreds of people come up to him since Religious has come out and said that because of that movie, they're an atheist now. But he's never had anybody come up to him since his show <laughs> has been on and said that they are a liberal now. He said, people who follow Trump, that cult is very strong. <laughs> He's like, well, turn on God, but not Trump. <laughs> well. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. So it is commonly believed that the church chose this date in an effort to adopt and absorb the traditions of the pagan Saturnalia festival, first called the Feast of the Nativity. Custom spread to Egypt by 432 and to England by the end of the 6th century. By the end of the 8th century, the celebration of Christmas had spread all the way to Scandinavia. Today, in the Greek and Russian Orthodox churches, Christmas is celebrated 13 days after the 25th, which is also referred to as the Epiphany or Three Kings Day. This is the day it is believed that the three wise men finally found Jesus in the manger. By holding Christmas at the same time as traditional winter solstice festivals, church leaders increased the chances that Christmas would be popularly embraced, but gave up the ability to dictate how it was celebrated. By the Middle Ages, Christianity had, for the most part, replaced pagan religion. On Christmas, Believers attended church, then celebrated ruckusly in a drunken carnival-like atmosphere similar to today's Mardi Gras. 
Oh. Each year, a beggar or student would be crowned the Lord of Misrule, and eager celebrants played the part of his subjects. The poor would go to the houses of the rich and demand their best food and drink. If owners fail to comply, their visitors would most likely terrorize them with, with mischief. Doesn't specify what kind of mischief. I imagine a lot of urinating on things. I, I just think it's strange that it, it was like trick-or-treat. Yeah. But like Christmas. Right. <laughs> like Christmas trick-or-treat. Christmas became the time of year when the upper classes could repay their real or imagined debt to society by entertaining less fortunate citizens. Okay. So, fast forward to early 17th century. A wave of religious reform changed the way Christmas was celebrated in Europe. Oliver Cromwell and his Puritan forces took over England in 1645. They vowed to rid England of decadence and, as part of their effort, canceled Christmas. By popular demand, Charles II was restored to the throne, and with him came to the return of the popular holiday. People were not having the puritanical nonsense. Right. I don't blame them. Fuck that shit. The pilgrims, English separatists that came to America in 1620, were even more orthodox in their Puritan beliefs than Cromwell. As a result, Christmas was not a holiday in early America. From 1659 to 1681, the celebration of Christmas was actually outlawed in Boston. Anyone exhibiting the Christmas spirit was fined five shillings. <laughs> <laughs> but in contrast, in the Jamestown settlement, Captain John Smith reported that Christmas was enjoyed by all and passed without incident. <laughs> After the American Revolution, English customs fell out of favor, including Christmas. And what? Uh, Christmas wasn't declared a federal holiday until 18 July or June 26, 1870. Hmm. So it wasn't until the 19th century that Americans began to embrace Christmas. Americans reinvented Christmas, changed it from a ruckus carnival holiday into a family-centered day of peace and nostalgia. So what about the 1800s peaked American interest in the holiday? The early 19th century was a period of, of class conflict and turmoil. During yeah. this time, unemployment was high and gang rioting by the disenchanted front classes often occurred during the Christmas season. In 1828, the New York City Council instituted the city's first police force in response to a Christmas riot. Christmas, Christmas riot. riot. Black Friday. Uh, no, that's <laughs> November. This is very similar. This catalyzed certain members of the upper classes to begin to change the way Christmas was celebrated in America. In 1819, best-selling author Washington Irving wrote the sketchbook of Jeffrey Crayon. No, I've never heard of that. That's not a series funny. of stories about the celebration of Christmas in an English manner. Sketches feature a squire who invited the peasants into his home for the holiday. In contrast to the problems facing American society, the two groups mingled effortlessly. In Irving's mind, Christmas should be a peaceful, warm-hearted holiday, bringing groups together across lines of wealth or social status. Irving's fictitious celebrants enjoyed ancient customs, including the crowning of a lord of misrule. Irving's book, however, was not based on any holiday celebration he had attended. In fact, many historians say that Irving's account actually invented tradition by implying that it described the true customs of the season. So somebody just made shit up. Christmas Carol, I just searched for real quick. Why did you search for that? I guess I'm oh. getting ready to talk about oh, that. Oh, okay. Because I wanted down. to know what year that was. Also around this time, English author Charles Dickens created classic holiday tale, A Christmas Carol. Why, did, why, were, you, why are you trying to jump ahead in my shit? <laughs> couple goals. Couple goals. Great minds. Think alike. It's a great classic holiday tale, A Christmas Carol. The story's message, the importance of charity and goodwill towards all humankind, struck a powerful chord in the United States and England and showed members of Victorian society the benefits of celebrating the holiday. The family was also becoming less disciplined and more sensitive to the emotional needs of children during the 18, early 1800s. Christmas provided families with a day when they could lavish attention and gifts on their children without appearing to spoil them. Good God, this is dry, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah, this is dry as fuck. Why, spice it up. I, what am I? What? Spice make, it up. Yeah, make it more interesting. I'm almost done. Is that good? I have two paragraphs left. Anyway, so this, this was 1843. So this was before it became an American holiday. So, yeah. So by the time it became an American holiday, Christmas Carol was a thing. So as Americans began to embrace Christmas as a perfect family holiday, old customs were unearthed. People looked toward recent immigrants and Catholic and Episcopalian churches to see how the day should be celebrated. In the next hundred years, Americans built a Christmas tradition all their own that included pieces of many other customs, including decorating trees, sending holiday cards, and gift giving. So although most families bought into the idea that they were selling, celebrating Christmas how it had been for centuries, the fact was it was just make it up as they went. So they just do what the fuck they want. Yeah, but they, they thought they were, so. No. Like, because of that guy wrote that book and people were like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Let's do that. <laughs> like, that seems like a good idea. That's cool. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Everything's... I just I just want to touch on the fact that Jesus is not the reason for the season. Right. So that's 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 the end. Uh, that's that's all. I just want to get that out there. I'm tired of say people acting. You'll take the Christ out of Christmas and all that nonsense. It wasn't that it has nothing to do with him. Like they incorporated that shit later, incorporated a bunch of shit. That's one of the things. And I, I'm not disparaging anybody who does celebrate that. But don't don't yell at me because I'm not a Christian and I celebrate Christmas. Well, Christmas is a pagan holiday. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I've always said that. Yeah. No one cared to listen. I talk and no one listens. And Thanksgiving, it turns out, is not about the slaughter of Native, Amer Native Americans. <laughs> it was it was actually prior to that. Unfortunately, I, immediately who followed. thought it was about the slaughter of Native Americans. No, I most people say, oh, you're celebrating the genocide of the Native Americans. No, you're not. This happened beforehand. <laughs> they all sat down. Everything was fine. And then immediately following, they just happened to burn the whole fucking place down. Right. It's still disgusting, and I hate Thanksgiving. I always have. Thanksgiving is just very mad. I like having... I don't like Thanksgiving. I like four-day weekends. I don't have a four-day weekend. I do. So, I don't like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I've never liked Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a garbage holiday. You should be grateful 24-7 year-round. I, I like think we should just have more holidays in general. Like, you know, you have these banking government holidays. Why can't yeah. they just be everybody holidays? Right. That's bullshit. Like Europe has holidays. That's not a real holiday. Europe if, has holidays constantly. Yeah. And they're way further ahead than we are in a lot of ways. Yeah. They're way more progressive. Yeah. But what the fuck? But anyway, yeah, I don't, I just don't like Thanksgiving. I feel for the Native Americans. They were here first and they're treated like shit. Yeah. I, I've always had. You have a sauce. special plate. Yeah. You're very sensitive. I think, it's, I think it's terrible what happened to them. I, you're very and sensitive. That, and I also think. Americans. They're so maligned that they're not even in the discussion when it comes to things like diversity and all that stuff. Nobody yeah. even thinks about Native Americans. That's why when I saw those numbers that they're more that that they are they're uh, killed more by police brutality than any other minority. Right. I was horrified. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, that's not that's not OK. But yeah, so there's a rundown of all your fall and winter holidays, <laughs> apparently. But yeah, I, I, I don't hate any holidays because I like time off. I, that's not true. I do hate I hate holidays where I don't get to take the day off. Like, what, what did we just have that they they Veterans uh, Day? <laughs> they had like Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. Columbus Day. Banks close. MLK Day. Banks close. Why? 
Why is the bank? Why is the bank closed and nobody else? You know, Columbus Day is. That's a celebration of genocide. That is a celebration of genocide. Yeah, that right there. People call it Indigenous Peoples Day now too. Right. That's that's. Regardless, we just need more holidays. Indigenous Peoples Day is really what it should be called. Yeah. Because Columbus Day is like. The more you read about that, it's like, oh my like, god, that's that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. That's like, oh, <laughs> but I'll never forget. I'll never forget that meme I saw years and years ago, probably probably ten years ago now. To like, I understand because I also want to murder everybody after a long commute. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I get it. But like, still, no, bad, bad. But yeah, so Columbus Day, MLK Day really should be a holiday. Right. It used to be. When yeah. I worked at AT&T years ago, 10 years ago, 14 years ago, it was a holiday. I didn't work MLK Day. Yeah. And it, but it's not now and then i don't that's in january though well yeah that's uh i don't president's know. day we should have president's day off why not Let's have more holidays president's day was a holiday when i worked at at&t as well, well they must have done bank holidays there that's yeah the you got figure. you got one or the other yeah so like if you took mlk then you didn't get presidents or whatever you know it was like vice versa that kind of thing um yeah so that's that's pretty much the holiday wrap up here. That's very funny that we both did holidays. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you did one you hate. I did one I love. I, well, I did it because it's it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And I, I don't like Thanksgiving for a multitude of reasons. And I think the main one is because many years ago when we were starting our family. Yeah. My family was so disgusted by the fact that I had chosen you as my spouse. Yeah. That they uninvited me to Thanksgiving. Right. Because it was our first holiday together. Right. And they were so unsupportive. They they didn't think it would last. And they were so disgusted with you. Right. Just so, so everybody knows, Sean and I are getting ready to celebrate 18 years together. So this is quite a long time ago. <laughs> and They are still disgusted with me. They <laughs> still don't like him. And um, they were so disgusted that Thanksgiving was the first holiday that I was uninvited to. Like, what a shit Un, thing Uninvited. Yeah. Like, so, Sean and I sat at home and had hamburger helper because we were uninvited to the holidays. And I will never forget that. I mean, we have since obviously gone on to build our own traditions. We have children and we are, we're quite a happy family. You know, we've obviously been together almost 18 years. We have, we have kids and we have dogs and we have family and we do our own things. Yeah. But, I don't, and I also don't like that I have to cook. Like, I have to go. I still have to go to the goddamn store and buy everything for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ugh. I see. I, I held Thanksgiving here a few times. Yeah. And then we we invited that same family that invited us, and they acted like our food was terrible when it was fantastic. It was better than any food anyone's ever served us. That turkey was so... Yeah. It was so moist. He puts, and the, like, the, the entire sticks crisp of butter the, the, underneath the skin. It's yeah, so Yeah, it was good. so well. And uh, the feedback I got was, it was okay. When it was better than anything. <laughs> that they had served us. That they had served us, ever. First, it was cooked on the same day that it was eaten. Yeah. Instead of so a week good. in advance. So good. But, yeah, so I'm not a Thanksgiving person. I'm not a Black Friday person. But I still feel like it's important to pay attention to to everything that you've learned in school is a lie. And uh, know, know where your holidays are coming from. Yeah, and for Christmas, celebrate whatever the hell you want. And don't judge anybody for celebrating it the way they want to because it's all bullshit anyway. It's well, that's life, day. right? It's a family day. That's fucking life. 
Do but what yeah. you want to do and don't judge others for it. Let's, let's, Unless you're hurting someone. In that case, fucking judge them. <laughs> Basically, you just subscribe to the Church of Satan. You know, that's their whole thing is do as thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Like that's their only like creed or whatever. It's their motto. Unless you're hurting somebody. Well, no, they don't have that in there. Okay, well, then I guess I've not subscribed to that. <laughs> okay, so that's... you're more of a golden rule type person? Yeah. Okay. That's like, like do what you want to do. Just don't hurt anybody else in the process, right? Yeah. Like, wasn't that, isn't that an Abraham Lincoln quote? Or what is it? Like, swing your fist, your right to swing your fist ends where the other man's nose begins. Oh, like, I've heard that. I didn't know. I don't know who that was. Like, that's, but that's. Sounds like. Isn't that, I don't know. But that's somebody's quote. And that's, that's a good, but that's, that's true. Like, swing your fist as far as you want. Just don't hear anybody else. Yeah. Like, do what you want. All right. Well, that's everything for this week. This is, this is not that long of an episode, but. And we sound like uh, shit. There's a lot of. <laughs> There's a lot but of we coughing did it. I've edited out. We recorded despite yeah. our horrible sounding voices. Hopefully we sound better next week. <clears throat> yeah, I was fine until Sean was like, hey, come here. Let me breathe down your throat. <laughs> and then let me. <laughs> so how did I get sick? Nobody was breathing down my throat. I had a coworker who was sick that I don't even get close to. That's how you get sick. You're just around it. And everybody at my job got sick literally the same weekend I did after after guessing, he came in sick. I'm guessing your coworker went around licking all your shit. Maybe. Yeah. Because he's, he's, you know, like that. <laughs> I don't know. So your coworker licked all your shit. Now everybody's sick. I hope you're happy. I'm not, not happy about it. And then you came home. I managed to avoid it. All of my coworkers got sick before you got sick. Yeah. And I avoided it that whole time. And I thought, I even thought to myself, I am so lucky. I haven't gotten sick at all. And then you got sick. And I was like, oh, no. And then I got sick. Yeah, but who took care of you when you were sick? Dude, Sean took such good care of me. He went and bought a warm mist humidifier for the bedroom. Did you see the other humidifiers, like, right outside that door? No. I saw it when I was walking in my car. I don't like that one, though. We already had a humidifier, but he went and bought a warm mist one. So it was a crappy one. one. So... He took such good care of me, and I was able to sleep and slept for like 13 hours last night. It was great. And, uh, yeah, so. Trying to get you better. Hopefully, I'm. we have a fire going and Christmas tree's up and everything's very comfy, cozy here. And now I'm going to edit out all this coughing. <laughs> so that way, hopefully, you only hear a couple throat clears and a couple snorts. Sorry for all the sick sounds. Bye, guys. Have a good week. Happy Thanksgiving if you're in the United States. And if you're not, happy end of November. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.